Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, everyone. This is uh, a little special thing I try to get together here. A little uh, paddock walk while the uh, Michelin Pilot Sports Challenge race is going on. So we're going to try to look at some uh, cars in some garages, maybe cultivate some conversation, try to mingle with some regulars here in the IMSA paddock, but no, it's... Uh, I don't know. It's on the fly. Uh, I'll be joined today by Indecisive Rock. Um, Indecisive, how you, how you doing, buddy? Oh, doing all right, man. How all about right. you? Uh, I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine. I mean, I'm, we're, we're at Daytona. There's a 24-hour race coming up tomorrow. Can't can't really uh, have any problems, per se, too much. But, uh, no, yeah, we're... Uh, Starting to walk through the uh, paddock here, starting near the LMP2s. I believe this is scrutineering. And, oh, definitely number 10. Acura. Nice thing with them is that they bring it into the garages here where you can almost kind of walk next to it and watch them get scanned, um, which is basically kind of scrutineering these days. Uh, I think they're checking ride height right now. Definitely a new feature because they used to use the NASCAR outside area to bring these in um, for scales and weights, but now they brought it into the garage and actually allow fan access next to them. So that's kind of cool. The crazy thing about it is like the crazy thing about it is the way that they actually like check these cars now is that they basically scan them and upload like a 3D model onto their computers and then measure it against what the OEMs actually supplied them with and basically compare it right there to like determine like if it's within spec now. A lot of it's like 3D scanned almost. Oh yeah, kind of it, deal. it literally is. Yeah. Like yeah, see the setup that they use. It's like insane. Like they basically will go into like every single hole, every single like panel gap and everything and measure all that individually, get all that. It's so, nuts. So it's a lot more efficient kind of to get to the yeah. scrutinizing part of it, so and they have the, they have the the mobile crane on the side yeah. there for the uh, the check under the cars. Oh yeah. TDS racing number 11's on the jacks, <laughs> so to speak. But and it is pretty high up. Yeah. A lot of GT3 cars behind us. 93. That's always been a good looker. People have been taking a lot of photos of that car. It's a, it, I mean the NSX looks good, but I think with the red it pops. It, it is a very clean and simple looking. So where uh, I guess we'll keep walking, but where's where's Winwood Racing? Are they uh, are they nearby? Believe they're that way. Okay. By the main garages. Yeah, I'm gonna check them out because they had a nasty accident yesterday. Well, apparently, a couple of the other cars here were being rebuilt from scratch as well. I heard the uh, yeah, your boys, the uh, NT guys. Yeah, they they were rebuilding their entire car. Yep. This Porsche over here was also rebuilding their old car. Okay. I think they just got the motor. Okay, yeah. Walking past here. Oh, little door repair. Going on for Lamborghini. And that's Sun, one, uh, Sun Energy 1. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's cool, but I feel like they needed to update it. Yeah. A little bit of an update. A little bit of an update, but 
He's still a very Judgment nice of liveries will continue until morale improves. Well, once it's out in the sunlight, it looks way better. Yeah. I think it's about time that they ditched the The, the fire emoji could be updated, I think. Yeah. Just slightly, so. Alright. Oh, sorry. We're, uh, I can't translate Italian for you guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the special uh, GT3R number 80 Porsche livery. Do you guys, do you actually like this livery? No. You don't um, like it? In no? In terms of the liver no. part attributing it to it, it's a nice livery. It's a, it looks like a club day car. But it's it not exactly my favorite livery. I just wish they somehow got Swap Shop on it. I think it would look better with Swap Shop. Yeah. Which, considering Swap Shop is right down the road, it's like yeah. only an hour and a half drive. They could have literally just asked them, like, hey, can we just use your guys? It's just free spot. You know, you can just have your name on it so we can have the full tribute. But. I'm sure. I'm sure they did, but it's probably something uh, crazy about it. What's What's nuts too is that the rear bumper for this has the uh, the lights on it. Yes. So it's all it's all like it's all one like single buttons. unit mount. Because I remember like forever they would just have that rear clip on yeah. it. Yeah, that's that's an interesting departure. I guess it just makes it easier. Now. That's right. I don't like it on the new one. It works with the old one because it curves up. Yeah. Looking at their poster for 2023 with the old and new. Oh, there's all the uh, there's the photo shots there. So. Yeah, making our way down this paddock. Very busy. Uh, it packed in quickly. Uh, even last night, really the first time anybody that was camping could get in. Uh, almost all the lots were, I don't want to say full, but they were almost near full. It was packed. Uh, Settler has done a rebuild too, I believe, right? Yes. So yeah, they're uh, they're currently all disassembled. See the, the guts replace, of a uh, 296 in the back? Too. Okay. I mean, the 296 looks awesome. It does. Not gonna lie. It is, like, by far my favorite modern Ferrari now at this point. It's just uh, it's such just, a nice it, look to it. Yeah, it's just so aggressive, but it's not, like, overly it's, so. It's very, very... It's uh, like... Putting Very a wrestler mean. in a suit, oh, like God. a tuxedo. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's fantastic. What an analogy. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> and then, yeah, AF Corsa down here with all the AF Corsa LMP2 because, uh, womp, womp, womp. I wonder what they're going to be doing soon with their Ferrari. Yeah, they're... 499. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure they're preparing right now for SRO. I know. We'll actually cross over here. Here's a whole new uh, shell. Just pure carbon fiber. That looks intense. I mean, why not? What else are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. That's why, you know, I mean, it's starting to get there. Uh, I mean, yeah, coming to you, I guess, this live recording, but it's it's so much better than last year. So much better. And it's only improving. Yeah, it's uh, the forecast is uh, we had some low 40s last night, but otherwise it's going to get up into the 80s potentially on Sunday. So it's going to really uh, be interesting for the teams to have to try to predict and adjust for the heat as well as the cooler temperatures, but uh, yeah, so much, so much fair attempts. Yes. 
that we had last year, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, so we're moving to another side of the uh, paddock because that was the overflow lot, essentially. Um, so here's the, the cup paddock where we have the uh, legitimate uh, garage stalls and all that stuff for them. So. And we're starting on the GT side of the garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We'll start with the GT side, work our way over to the uh, prototypes because they deserve their stupid love. Their stupid GTPness and all that. Stupid, sexy. GTPness. I, might, I might have just said a, a slur. I'm, I apologize. Uh, yeah, high class racing, CrowdStrike, all them. High class should, I think, do pretty decent. Um, but it's it's yeah, Rick Ware. Anything to say about them? Anything at all? It's Nothing? a pretty nice livery, and I appreciate their choice in LP2 this year, as opposed to their first effort in 2020. They have come a long way. Uh, they're sponsored by Kamoa, which is fun. Oh, yeah. Who isn't, but... The, their livery is also pretty nice, too. It's like, it's not, like, flashy. It's not, like, complex or anything. Like, it's just, like, simple stripes, but it, it works. I know they're. All, I know. I know it's a. I know they're a meme and all, but I. I'm at the point of like because I am the head of Team Chaos. I want them now to win, just to see what happens. Yeah. Because they just do. They do so much shit all the time. I. I would love to see them like win something and be validated. Yes. Kind of thing, all, and just to see what happens. All that hard work and effort that they put in pay off for once. I mean, sometimes I'm sure it's hard work and effort, but sometimes it's just like I don't. <laughs> I don't know why or where they, they come from to like be yeah. able to just run everything all the time, but I mean, good for them, I guess. So, but yeah, it would be it would be crazy to see this guy, uh, uh, number fifty one win. But I'm gonna say top five finish. I mean, in LB two, there's what? How many entries? Eight? Nine. Nine? Okay. I mean, PR PR Matheson is gonna oh, yeah. kill PR it. one era tower maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, with tower, you know they're Four poles at Daytona in a row. They haven't been able to convert that into a win. Yes. Yep. Uh, Iron Links Lambo GTD Pro. Uh, what are your thoughts on this entry? I don't uh, think. Is it, I mean, they definitely can make 24 hours. They've done it before. Yes. Um, Will they actually be? Do you think contention? I'm gonna say no. It is a reduced GTD Pro field, so. No, it actually increased. Like a couple of GTD cars just bumped into GTD Pro. Oh, I okay. It's gone yes. up. Sorry, yeah. The uh, we'll we'll One discuss. One of the uh, Porsches. Yes. And it looks like they are replacing the transmission right now on it, which is not good considering two days ago the Iron Dames car was replacing their entire motor that only had a thousand kilometers on it. So that's kind of worrying. Potentially. Well, it's it's Lamborghini and potential mechanical issues, so yeah. it kind of goes with the with the territory, I guess, with them a bit. The problem with Dane's car is they drop the valve. Ooh, okay. Not good. Not good. Not good. More of the Iron Lakes and Iron Dames. GTD efforts. Honk, honk. Getting some photo shoots and interviews here with the uh, Iron Dames crew. Number 83, Lambo. And uh, Wright Motorsports. Pretty good guys with a uh, awesome livery. Love it. Love the neon. Just neon colors everywhere. Like, yes. you're going to get my vote. Yes, it is. 
very visually appeasing. Yes. Especially at number nighttime. 77. And they have their, their regular number 16. Yes. And not neon. Nope. But their their nice standard, movie. like, Pharma, Pharma 1 or whatever that uh, stuff was, but yeah. different sponsor, Pharma which Pharma. is two, uh, two numbers. No, I, I believe that's just, like, First Form's newest logo. Oh, okay. That's fine with me. Heard it here I first. Because I just keep thinking it's all like Uh, Turn of Motorsports. This was one of the. Uh, no, no, no. They were already going to be in uh, GTD Pro with this entry, right? Or did they step up? I think they stepped up, right? Yes, this is originally going to be GTD regular entry. And then I'm pretty sure BMW convinced them to go pro with this and say you don't have a factory pro entry anymore. Okay. All right. Which I mean, it's good. We still got a BMW on pro. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And it's from Turner, which I mean, great. Yeah, what more do you want? All right, so I said Winwood Racing earlier. This is definitely the car, and uh, you can see the uh, the car <laughs> that was in the wreck, and it's still here. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty beat up. It is really beat up. And they um, have. They're only showing the good side of it. Yeah, I mean, you can tell it's been through some some scrapes. But at least right now, they're still working on the new chassis. It looks like they have it mostly put together. Yeah. Yeah, new chassis, it's just all uh, carbon fiber hard shell, but outside of that, it's, uh, I mean, they're starting to get pieces onto it right now. I think th I think they definitely can do it. Yeah. Paul Miller Racing, are they a favorite for you? Paul Miller, um, they were last year. I think, honestly, they're going to be top 10, well, like bottom of top 10. Interesting, okay. I like them still. I mean, I, they just, yeah. they have a good chemistry with them. Yeah. Also, I, I like Inception Racing, but I don't think they're going to do anything. No. Although they had, they've had pace here before. Yes. Uh, they just haven't really showed it of late. They but just never. I just want a McLaren to win, man. I just want a McLaren to win. Yeah. It's been forever since like a McLaren's like actually yeah. done well at a <laughs> freaking anything. like endurance race. Yeah. It's hard to see sometimes, but. And then NT Sport. Huzzah, huzzah. Everyone's favorite car now. Yeah, I gotta I gotta put my uh, subreddit shirts on and stuff and come back here and start acting like a buffoon and maybe uh, get yes. their attention. <laughs> but yeah, they've been awesome. Uh, posting on the sub and uh, RMC Racing and being uh, like community engaging, which is awesome. Perfect. We need more teams to do that. Yeah, we need, yeah. Every other team, learn from NTE, they're doing it right. If you want to be liked by everyone, engage with everyone. Yeah. And speaking of that, we can talk to, uh, you know, the little Magnus Racing Flexbox ding. Huzzah. Andy Lally's talking to some fans. That's just cool. Lally being Lally. So what's your thoughts on the livery for this? For theirs? Yes. I, it's, uh, it's interesting. I actually like it. I yeah. mean, them being in an Aston Martin is cool. And I don't know how many cars that makes it, like, manufacturers that they've, they've done, but it's yes. like, it's got to be like a dozen. Oh, yeah. They're up there. It's basically Magnus and WeatherTech competing to see who gets to drive more cars. Yep. 
they there uh, this year's poster is Once Upon a Time in L.A. Uh, poster, but it's Once Upon a Time in Daytona, and that looks ridiculous. Is absolutely a really high quality poster. Yeah, why would it not be? I mean, it uh, Nikki team with the uh, with the long flowing hair there. That's awesome. Uh, so glorious. <laughs> so many little references. Oh man, that's fantastic. And then gradient racing. I, I just I what I like especially about the poster is that they're using the Daytona lineup from 2001. Mm. Because you can still see the Mazda in it. Or 2021. Yeah, 2021. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because why? Because you absolutely have to. Yes. It's a great poster. Get yours. It uh, is an excellent poster. While supplies are available. Which is likely to be little to none left. I mean, yeah, it's Magnus. They they always tend to have the ability to sell out their stuff. Uh, the new more Porsches. Yes, we have Kelly Moss Racing. Kelly Moss finally. with Riley Motorsports. Good. A- Riley are much needed. They're so good. Yep. I mean, they are, but as, as it, they uh, they that LMP2 left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. So yeah, especially when they had the whole IndyCar lineup in it. Mm-hmm. And then next to them we have Radiant Racing. Yeah, with uh, is that a Buddha on the car? Oh yeah, that's, I think Funky Buddha. Funky Buddha, okay. Well, that's, that's what I'm calling it. I mean, let's, I'll call it that, Funky Buddha. Alright, so that's pretty much it for the GTs. We're going to go to Prototype Garage, crossover into the fan zone. But first we're going to check out the historic vehicles that they have lined up here. Oh, okay. Absolutely, that's what we're going to do. We're going to check out the historic vehicles lined up here on display. Because that's what tourists do. We visit the things. There's more posters of Magnus racing up. Perfect. Now, I don't want to say that this is the usual affair, but they do bring a lot of these cars back out every year. Although that one, I don't remember, the Riley Scott. No, that is a new car. That's a new car. There is a few few new cars. Yeah, the 1996 overall winner. Yeah, the uh, the corner lights. Yeah. The screwy spectators were blind and easy. Yeah, it's the uh, what is this? The Mark III. Yeah, Riley Scott Mark III, 1996, won uh, Daytona and Sebring. A nice little uh, some Mustangs over here, some muscle GTs. Back in the 60s, when basically that was the. Uh, that was how you race these along with the prototypes. Man, lots of little wide-body Mustang on the on 1969. And then, we, of course, we have a NASCAR. Got to have a uh, Jeff Gordon 2004-24 DuPont Chevy. Porsche, an 8-pal Porsche GT from 1964. That's pretty nice. Oh, this is good, too. This is this is what I want to see. 1979 Porsche. 
which is not a 79 because it has taillights from an 81 to 85 RX7. Ah, okay, gotcha. Which is weird. It should not have that. Yeah, you are the resident Mazda expert, so I will defer to your uh, judgment here. Yes. As always. Uh, yeah, this is uh, awesome. This is a uh, actual GTP car. Yes, the Corvette GTP. Yep, Corvette GTP. Driven by Sarah Vandeverva. Love saying that name over and over again. Yeah, the, uh, of course, they have a 962. Yes, yes. The RC uh, Cola Porsche, which is the best livery one. Which is always nice to see, and even better to hear. Lots of Porsches. Lots of Porsches. Open top Porsche with like a single. Uh, uh, Porsche 9146. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a looker. Basically referred to as the flying pancake because it's just flat. <laughs> yeah, it, does, it definitely has uh, that reputation uh, precedes it because it definitely looks like it. Lots of Brumos. Good to see. And then the uh, here's the swap shop T Bird. Yes, the, Porsche. Car, the number 80 is contributing. Yep. I like that you looked at the hero card to verify the number. And just, that, was, that was nice. That was yeah, smooth. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I, I know my Porsches again. Okay. okay. I am an expert. Yeah, that's why you looked at the hero card, just to verify which, uh, you know, which Porsche we were talking about. Right? I have to confirm. Oh, okay. Coming up to the uh, GTP. Paddock here. Well, GTP, LMP2, LMP3, uh, and GTD Pro. Pro. We fit them all in here, folks. And finally, in here, and we're going to be starting with GTP to uh, begin and uh, pull centers. Myers Shank Racing, number 60. And with the number 10 next door to them. What's uh, What are your thoughts on the uh, accurates right now for the GTP category? They're fast, can they, they last? They are very fast, but I feel like they will also be very fragile. Just because like it's a very high strong, it's their IndyCar motor, which is kind of like unproven. And I feel like that may be where the fault in the Acura is. Yeah. They may suffer some issue with it that will take them out of the race. I feel like the 60 is just going to be faster on pace, like the 10 is yes. going to take it easy. And we'll see if uh, if the same problems befall both of them or whatever. But, yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel least confident about these guys with reliability issues than I do with the other yes. GTP guys. I mean, you can make a case for the other ones, but I just feel like if any if – any, OEM is going to have reliability problems off the gate. Yeah, I'm it will be that. accurate, yeah. Considering yeah. they also have the, probably the least amount of actual testing time. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, next door, Cadillac. Ooh. They did a lot. And they really, I've like kept it basic with the, this, the V8. Yes, but also that basicness also brings reliability. Which in a 24-hour race is a huge thing. Yeah, they just had they've had a good track record with the DPI program. It's it's hard to it's hard to bet against them right now until we see otherwise. Uh, the the chassis looks slippery. Like I feel like it's gonna end up the same kind of how it did last year or last series or whatever classification. Just because it's it looks like they've done a good job again. So we'll see how it pans out. But I don't know until until otherwise proven. 
we're going to have to see how Cadillac does, but they've done a they did they did such a good job in DPI that I, I don't think they're they're going to have any slip ups here yet, unless they genuinely start blowing up engines before eyes like at the five or six hour mark, which uh, mark my words that's probably going to happen, but whatever. I, I highly doubt it. Like I feel like the Cadillac motors are like the least stressed of them all, considering that they're a they don't need any power hours like a turbocharger, and they're they're probably just making more power than they are. Allowed to use, so just detune it a bit, and you got reliability right there. Yeah. All right, making our way down past Wheeling Engineering. Do you think the 31 is going to finish ahead of the 0102? Yes. Okay. Because they have done separate changes to their cars apart from the Ganassi cars. Yeah, that's true. Ganassi should be able to kind of work through problems. Potentially quicker, but Action Express have done such a good job anyway. It's, it's hard to really just go anything other than like they know what they're going to do and perform as well as a two-car team anyway. Yeah. So, especially considering Action Express has already had like a long history with Cadillac from the DPI era. Yeah, and Ganassi's just only recently in with Cadillac. I, I feel like they're going to have an ace up their sleeve. So we didn't talk about the BMW and reliability issues. I feel like they're going to have issues, but I mean, I'm not expecting them right now to be like at the front of the field potentially. I know they probably are, um, but I would say with like you know the the Acuras, I'm looking for them from a reliability standpoint to be more volatile because I feel like they're going ten tenths, nine tenths already. Whereas these guys, I don't know if they're going to be doing that because it still feels like they're working through more yeah. basic problems than everybody else right now. Yeah, they feel it's like BMW cars seem like they're having more teething issues and are just trying to baby the car. They, it seems like they just want to finish the race, not win it. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, par for the course for them. They've had their struggles with the first race and a lot of their uh, their new cars, so, it, you know. And, and this is their return in a long time to, like, a top-level prototype car. Yeah. So. Well, it's good to see them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> for real, <laughs> Like it, it is nice to see BMW back in prototype racing, yeah. especially. Then, I mean, they did they did win the Mall. They did win. Long Can't, time ago. Very long time win. ago, but they have clout. Uh, Porsche Penske program, yeah, absolutely, which we're walking up next to now, and uh, getting some open space actually in this paddock, which is rare to find, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a nice looking car. It is a very nice looking car, and very. As I'm looking at it more and more, with the body work off and on, it seems just like slightly changed Mazda RT24. It does. It does have that very feel to sweet. it. And then when we did see the qualifying accident, you kind of saw that downward downward slope kind of like nose yes. for the intake, which very was very, very, yeah, basically identical to the Mazda. I mean, it, it's a trimmed out, very much more streamlined. I mean, I don't want to say more streamlined, but it, it has more of like the right looking streamlined aero bits to make it a little bit faster than yeah. what the Mazda was. It's just, it is, it is weird looking at a Porsche like this because it, it doesn't, like the the front doesn't look like a Porsche to a certain extent, but it it is trying to carry over the, the the headlight scheme sort of with it. It's kind of like carry over the headlight scheme from the Taycan. Yes, because the yes. Taycan is a very yes. similar headlight design. Yeah, 
but I don't think it works. Really. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of the headlights. Yeah. Which hashtag headlights on or whatever, right? Like, there's a whole. You know, people yeah. complain about all that stuff all the time. So yeah, I'll put my foot down right here. The nine six three. It looks terrible. I mean, it no. looks good. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm just saying the headlights don't. I don't yeah. like the headlights, but other than that, it looks like a good. Good car. It looks I, great. I, I, I don't feel like the name should be used with it either because, like, it's trying to tribute to a old car that it shares almost nothing with. Yeah. Like, I, not I would even, like, a livery attempt or anything. Well, if they went LMH, I could kind of understand. No, well, the... See, and that's the thing. There's, um... I mean, there's, like... Uh, what's the team that was in uh, Group C? They had, with, the like, the bow tie, it was, uh, like, Boss... Um, they had that front end, yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't this color. It was not that. It was like dark blue or something like that. But that's no, what they, I see. They had red in it too, but from there it's similar. But everything after that is totally different. Yeah, yeah. And Which like, hey, yeah. The like I said, that front part looks definitely Porsche with the livery, but everything else doesn't feel like a Porsche livery. So I don't know if they're like trying to be like heritage of the past and this is the future in the back kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, that I wouldn't be surprised. If that's legitimately what it is, but. And then comes the reliability part, which I'm going to say the same thing for the BMW. Both of them are running, I mean, proven motors, but with the addition of turbochargers, which now brings uncertainty. On top of that, I feel like the Porsche is going to have much bigger issues in warmer weather races like Sebring because of their hot V setup. It could bring extra heat and maybe too much heat to the motor. Especially Sunday. Especially Sunday. Yeah. All right, we've talked about that Porsche GTP. I'm sure Flood is uh, happy. All right, we'll see. We'll see if if that continues into the race. Like I said, I think Flood's happy. We talked enough about the Porsche GTP. Uh, so we got uh, FAF Motorsports. Is this your favorite for GTP Pro or GTD Pro? I mean, I would say so because I would assume that like they aren't. Like that, they still find pace somewhere anyway. Because right yes. now they, they don't have they didn't get any break with uh, no, the recent BOP. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they, if they need it really. I don't know. It just yeah, their their whole main focus for this race now is to just conserve and be as reliable as possible and just finish the race and see what happens after that. Yeah, it's their best bet at this point. Yes, because they're they're definitely not going to win on pure pace alone. But uh, they are still about? the fan favorite because FAF. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the livery that sells it. And they're and awesome. And their interaction with the community. That too. Yeah. Oh, yes. That too. What about Lexus for you? Lexus, I... They're going to be like fast, but I don't know if they're going to... No, I do not feel like they have the pace for an outright win. They may get top five if they stay out of the pits long enough. Yeah, it's we'll just see. like the cars they're going against have so much more pace over them. Slapping the car before putting the cover on it like that. That was number 14 and 12. Absolutely beautiful paint job. Yep. Well, you're just tapping a girl goodnight before you put her to bed, you know? That's how... Yep. <laughs> Corvette Racing GTD Pro with their still old GTE conversion car, but... GTE, GTLM. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. it. Looks so mean, I love it. It's so low, so wide, so mean. 
the headlights look like they're about to like eat you. It's it is fantastic. Deserving of the number three intimidator. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Dale will be proud. Dude for Dale. Yes. Do you think they're gonna be okay this race? I don't know. They didn't seem like they had great pace, but they seem to gain it pretty quickly during the race. So. Yeah. At least in seasons past, last year too. I feel like they're gonna have the same like. Like top five. Plan. Kind of finish, huh? Not top five. I'm gonna say top eight. Okay. So eight. Like if, if they eight just place. have. If they run a clean race, then yes, top eight. And we've now moved to Rizzy. Go Rizzy. Go Rizzy. Uh, two nine six. Yes. It looks great in the uh, rosy red. With the Pennzoil sausage. Yeah. Oh, Pennzoil's the shit. Part of my Italian. <laughs> It's still, and it's a red Ferrari. Hoping that this becomes a 499 next year. all love that. TGM's doing a little test for the engine here on their uh, Aston Martin Pro Entry. Surprisingly, not that bad. Even though they're in front. Like, no, I, they'll, I feel they'll like do well. they can hold their own, actually. Part of racing, though. Are they the better Aston team? I, I would think yes. so. Without a doubt. Number, is number 23 is that looking is a, hot. Yes, that is a team capable of winning. Like, I would be surprised if they are not top three. Well, like like the Aston Jinx has before in GT racing, they usually get contact with like an LMP3, LMP2 car like with it like the, in a, within the first three hours before sundown, and they're basically out of contention. So It's either a winner or a minute situation. Yeah. I really hope Aston comes through with that. That would be great to see. WeatherTech Racing. That's, uh, yeah. It's a good lineup. It is a solid lineup. And surprisingly, Cooper McNeil in practice led the GT charts for a while. Yeah. Which I have never seen, and it completely blew my mind. Something well, like that could happen. Well, now he's he, his spirits are lifted after not you know announcing that he's not doing full time basically anymore after. Yeah, uh, he doesn't have to worry about it. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Cooper Gale. Yeah, I, solid congratulations on that effort. Uh, it didn't last long, but you know. So yeah, you were saying earlier, Proton Tower PR1 era. Who do you have for LMP2 right now? We're we're right next to all of them, so. I mean, we got the wins livery, so it's, it's hard to go against PR1 with the 52. It's, it's hard to go against PR1. Proton, I don't think they're going to top five. No. No. I'm going to say Arrow. Like, exactly. as good as the lineup PR1 is and as good as they are, Arrow is always right there with them. Power Motorsports, I mean, they'll podium if they can keep the car off the wall and out of the pits. Yeah. And just... Yeah. Or TDS down here, level 1135. I got like the good contrast liveries for them. That's nice. And like also Makes the feel warm inside. Yes, yep. Which stands out really well at nighttime. Very easy to pick out. <laughs> but yeah, so that uh, about does it for looking at some cars. I think we missed a couple, but. Uh, Whatever. They're on the other side of the area, so I don't care. <laughs> uh, 
Indecisive, what are your thoughts on the race coming up? I guess, yeah, this is going to be tomorrow, but uh, I don't know when this will come out. But what are your uh, thoughts on what we've seen so far and what we should be expecting for tomorrow? What I am expecting is LMP3 chaos, as usual. A solid GT battle in the front between the Mercedes and the Astons. Potential chaos in the GTPs as they start failing. LMP3, LMP2 should be a great battle. Mainly between Era, Tower, and Era 1. Honestly, and yeah. TDS could play, you know, the wild card in that. And then, and honestly, I think all the classes have some level of competition or where you really can't necessarily have a definitive, like, these guys should yeah. walk. Um, potentially maybe LMP3, but even then, you know, from last year too, you really, you had favorites, but they kind of fell back immediately and had accidents and problems. So yeah. I definitely think for this year, especially with the amount of professional drivers that we're seeing is just, you you have some ones that, you know, you can almost just have to base it on pace and what you've seen so far and go from there. But even then, some of these cars are brand new. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Ferraris have problems Maybe a Porsche or two have something kind of go wrong with them a bit. And that's just talking and, GT and not yeah. the GTP field. So a Anybody can have problems. Because a lot of these cars are new. A lot of them have Evo kits. And some of them are old, but you know, still reliable. But still anything can happen. They could fail. A wheel could come off. You know, the motor could just let go. I mean, anything You know, driver could eject himself from the, yeah. uh, from the car immediately. You know, absolutely. Yeah, anything can happen. Ejection. And it usually does. Yes. In some some form of uh, Murray Walker thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Otherwise, that's that's about a wrap. I don't know. This is kind of a new, different, weird thing I was just thinking about doing, and uh, we had the tech to do it. So hopefully, I at least I think we can actually hear people or like hear each other, which is nice. Um, yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we'll try this again maybe uh, at Sebring as well. We'll do a little uh, track or like paddock walk as well through there. But otherwise. Yeah. Peace out, Gazoo. Enjoy the race. If, if you what? <laughs> I thought you just cut off right there. Like, I mean... Uh, and I hit...